God morning, beautiful people of God. And as you drink your coffee, remember that coffee stands for Christ offering forgiveness for everyone, everywhere. <laughs> Thank you for that, D. This is the podcast, Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. I'm your host, Pamela Staten, and I'm dedicating today's podcast to Dolores K. because she always gets her way. She's one of God's top soldiers. She prays fervently and God does answer her prayers and to hear when she's happy is enough to light up the universe so god bless you d keep going keep going and proverbs 31 see what great love the father has lavished on us that we should be called children of god and that is what we are First John, verse 3. Yay. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let us prayer, pray this important prayer. Close your eyes. Bow your head. Father, please do not allow me to become absorbed and overwhelmed with financial stress today. I know you are my provider. Let me pray, let me have faith, and let me allow you to supply my needs and desires of my heart. In spite of what my physical eyes see, improve my spiritual vision I desire to see the fullness of your grace for this problem. Kingdom thinking and assurance is the only way to defeat my financial strife. Your system is different from the world's strategy, so please continue to give me the faith to speak your word and take authority over this situation. I hope I'm helping somebody today. Dear Lord, though I need increase, help me to remember that I must be a blessing to others. Nothing belongs to me. When I see people in despair about their expenses, let me show compassion and concern in a tangible way. Give me the heart of a cheerful giver. Allow me to bless family and friends who freely give to me. And when I am approached about the financial difficulties of others, help me to sacrifice some of my wants to provide for some of their needs. And as I seek you, Lord, please help me to remember my answered prayers are proof of your care and concern. Father, please do not permit my impatience and concerns about finances 
to replace the awareness of your grace. Remind me to call the many occasions in which you blessed me with a sudden breakthrough. Let me recall all those times, Lord. In spite of my needs, also place a kingdom objective for increased finances in my heart, one that is clearly for you and for your glory. As you bring manifestation of my prayers, make me aware of the testimony that I need to give to others and the praise of thanksgiving that I should offer to you. Lord, I pray that in this season, my mind will be fixed on you as my provider, as my peace, and as my hope. Every day, I lift my prayers to him that is able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all that we ask or think. And that's from Ephesians 3. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. And when we pray in the name of Jesus, it happens. Amen. Philippians 4, my God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory by Jesus Christ. Amen. Heavenly Father, I call on you right now in a special way. It is through your power that I was created. Every breath I take, every morning I wake, and every moment of every hour, I live under your power. Father, I ask you now to touch me with that same power. For if you created me from nothing, you can certainly recreate me. Fill me with the healing power of your spirit. Cast out anything that should not be in me. Mend what is broken. Root out any unproductive cells. Open any blocked arteries or veins and rebuild any damaged areas. Remove all inflammation and cleanse any infection. Let the warmth of your healing love pass through my body to make new any unhealthy areas so that my body will function the way you created it to function. And Father, restore me to full health in mind, body, and spirit so that I may serve you the rest of my life. And I ask this through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. And anything that we ask through Jesus Christ, our Lord, happens. Amen. Stay with us. We'll be right back as we dive more into this podcast. Stay right there. God's purpose for your life says, the Spirit leads. 
Isaiah 26, 9 says, My spirit within me seeks you diligently. Listeners, once you've turned to God and accepted his salvation, he begins to transform you by the power of his Holy Spirit into a new creature, one who bears the nature of Jesus. You've been completely forgiven of all your sins. You've been changed spiritually from death to life. This allows God's spirit to indwell, lead, and mature you. At times when the Holy Spirit is actively working in you, it may actually feel as if there's something unsettling in your relationship with God. This is the Holy Spirit stretching your faith, helping you transition from an evidence-based relationship with the Father to genuine, spiritually grounded trust in steadfastness, trustworthiness, and faithfulness of God himself. So likewise, the Holy Spirit will convict you of sin in an ongoing way as a means of leading you to freedom and transforming you into the likeness of Jesus. So don't be don't be discouraged if you feel God's promptings or restlessness in your spirit. He will never leave you. He will never lead you astray. God is calling you into deeper relationship with him and to an abundant life. So therefore, obey the Holy Spirit. He will help you receive and take the Lord's wonderful will for your life. You will take hold of it. Holy Spirit, transform me. Increase my faith. Increase my love for you and lead me in your will. Thank you, Lord God. Amen. I'm going to say in Jesus' name, we pray. (laughs) Hallelujah. Okay, and now hope for each day actually has a couple of messages that I want to share. They're quoting Ecclesiastes chapter 9, verse 3. The hearts of men, moreover, are full of evil, and there is madness in their hearts while they live. As the headlines any day of the week indicate, terrible things happen in our world. Wars, conflicts, terrorist attacks, injustice, and so forth. Why? Because the human heart is capable of incredible evil. We like to pretend that this isn't the case. We may even think that the more civilized or educated we are, the less likely we will be to do something evil. But that isn't necessarily so. Even people who are decent and respectable on the surface 
may be harboring deep hatred and anger in their hearts. Only Jesus, only Jesus can cleanse us from the moral and spiritual filth we have allowed to accumulate in our hearts. When we go to him, God not only forgives us of our sins, but he comes to live within us by his Holy Spirit. God's promise is for all who turn in faith to Christ, I will give you a new heart. Ezekiel 36 verse 26. God's promise is all who turn in faith to Christ, I will give you a new heart. So day by day, listeners, seek Jesus's help to do his will and pray that he will restrain evil and hasten the coming of his kingdom. Amen. Another message they had was about true beauty. 1 Peter verse 3, your beauty should not come from outward adornment. Oh boy, here we go. Our world bombards us with messages about what is beautiful and what is handsome. It sets standards for our physical appearance and our material success that penetrate our minds and shape our personalities and our goals, often without us even realizing it. It's difficult to ignore these loud and ever-present voices as they speak to us from magazines, television, movies, the internet, and all advertising. The problem is, these messages will lead us astray. To cope with all this, first we have to ask God to help us be content the way we are. God made you, and it's wrong for you to think that he made any mistakes. God loves you just the way you are. You have to focus on what the Bible calls true beauty, and that is the beauty of a godly character. The unfading beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which is of great worth in God's sight. And that's from 1 Peter chapter 3. Take care of your body. The Bible calls it a temple of the Holy Spirit. But most of all, take care of your soul by feeding on the word of God and letting his spirit transform you from within. Amen. I love that message. I love it. Your beauty should not come from outward adornment. I'm going to read 1 Peter and get really strong on that. It's nice. Okay, and in Psalm 51, we say, wash me and I shall be whiter than snow, Lord. Snow is so white 
that one can almost see anything that is dropped on it, even at great distances. We can take the whitest object we can find, a newly washed clothing, and when we place it next to snow, believe it or not, it still looks dirty by comparison. Interesting. Well, our lives are like that. At times, we may think of ourselves as morally good and decent. We are content that we are not like other men. But compared to God's purity, we are filthy. In spite of our sins and uncleanness, God still loves us. And because he loves us, he decided to provide for us a purity that we could never attain on our own. And that is why he gave his son, Jesus Christ, to die for us on the cross. Only when our sins have been washed in the blood of Jesus, will we appear white as snow in the eyes of God. So thank God today that you are whiter than snow because you were washed in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of our God. Amen. To get a little stronger on that, you can read 1 Corinthians chapter 6. Amen. Stay right with us. We'll be back with more. Today's going good. Feeling good, feeling good. Commanding your morning, a daily devotional says, enter the throne room. All of this starts with you listeners in your prayer closet, laying your heart and your request before the throne of heaven every day. If you can't get a word from heaven for today, how do you expect to get a plan for your lifetime? for your city, your nation, or your world? How will you learn the things that God wants you to know about who you are in his kingdom and what he has for you to do in it? Bow your head. The veil has been torn and I now have direct access to you, Lord. Give me your wisdom. Reveal your word to me. Download prophetic insight so I will know how I ought to pray. I bring my every need before you. I cast my cares on you. And I know you will sustain me. You will not let the righteous be forsaken. I am righteous, Lord, and I will not be forsaken. You are my refuge, my strength, and ever-present help in trouble. I will not fear the future because I trust in you. In Jesus' name, amen. Beautiful. Beautiful.
And John 15 verse 7 says, If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire and it shall be done for you. By this my Father is glorified that you bear much fruit, so you will be my disciples. Amen. God doesn't promote privates into generals overnight because he knows the risks. Authority without discipline is harmful for both leaders and followers. How often have we seen men and women rise up too quickly in the body of Christ only to crash and burn because they ran things the way the world does rather than how they were instructed from heaven? We are all called into ministry, whether it is as business people, teachers, doctors, lawyers, actors, janitors, artists, legislators, or whatever else God has put on your hearts. While each calling takes a specific expertise and requires unique talents and gifts, they all have one thing in common. Success is determined by one's ability to know how to pray and get direction from heaven. How about that? Success is determined by one's ability to know how to pray and get direction from heaven. Father, you gave me the gifts and abilities I have, but you know best how I should use them. You are the potter, I am the clay. Train my ear to hear your voice. I accept the instructions from your mouth and I lay up your words in my heart. Father, guide me in the way I should go and make my way prosperous. In the name of Jesus, amen. Thank you, Cindy Tripp, amen. Bow your heads. Father, thank you for the most precious substance in the universe, the blood of your son Jesus poured out over my sins. Nothing else can make me clean. Nothing else can heal my wounded conscience. Nothing else can open the doors of heaven for me. I owe everything I am to Jesus. If you're walking with a friend who suddenly turns to you and says, I don't get it. If things will be as they're going to be anyway, why should I pray? We have all wrestled with such questions. Do my little prayers have anything to do with shaping God's will? If he is the driver of everything, does that mean that I am just along for the ride? The fact is, we pray because God himself commands us to pray. 
God's word gives prayer a priority and urgency that we simply cannot ignore. When he was among us, Jesus prayed. It was the heartbeat of his life. Whether or not we understand how prayer fits into God's scheme of time and world events is not the point. If the one who is all wise strongly calls us to seek him in prayer, well, we can be sure it's terribly important for him and for us. Lord, sometimes I pray when worries and concerns weigh so heavy on my heart and I try my best to leave those things at your throne. But today, I pray just because I love you and I want to be close to you. You fill a place in the very center of my life that nothing or no one else can ever fill. Amen. Amen. And just to share, listeners, before I went to sleep last night, I had something on my mind. I was waiting to hear from someone. I had some questions. And I went to bed, you know, happy, not restless, but, you know, just with that on my mind. Well, don't you know, I woke up this morning. And I had a text message from that person with the answers I was waiting for. So God is so good. I didn't stress out. I just waited patiently on the Lord to handle it. So that's my message for you today. Just wait patiently on the Lord to handle it, provided that you've already given it over to him. It starts there. Give it to him, and he handles it. Come back again tomorrow and pray with me. Have a great day. Bye for now. I don't do any ads, uh, you know, for sponsors during this podcast um, because I felt that it would interrupt the flow of the message that God has for us each day. So if you could be so kind as to make any donation to anchor.fm forward slash Pamela hyphen M hyphen Staten forward slash support. That would really help these platforms um, sustain. Uh, It is a free podcast, just as God's love is free. Um, But anyway, search your heart, see what you'd like to give if you can. And it's anchor.fm forward slash Pamela hyphen M hyphen Staten forward slash support. Thank you from the bottom of my heart.